Welcome to TNS, the new school at Commonweal, a collaborative learning project exploring nature, culture, and consciousness. Join us now for an introductory presentation given by Michael Lerner at the 2019 Resilience Gathering held at Commonweal in Bolinas, California. Thank you all for coming. Welcome, welcome. Um, Commonweal is a 43-year-old organization. I co-founded it 43 years ago, active in health and healing, education and the arts, and environment and justice. We are delighted that you're all here for this resilience gathering on the subject, Can We Avoid Civilizational Collapse? Um, we have uh, an extraordinary community of people gathered here today. I will just mention that um, in addition to our keynote speaker, Nate Hagans, uh, and uh, Joanna Macy, who will be uh, with us after lunch, uh, others who will be commenting uh, uh, briefly include uh, Joan Diamond, my close colleague, who is the uh, director, executive director of the Millennial Alliance for Humanity in the Biosphere, which is Paul Ehrlich's uh, project at Stanford, and she's also the director of the FAN Initiative, uh, which is one of our very closely uh, uh, related projects. Angela O oh is coming up from um, uh, Los Angeles. She is a Zen practitioner, a nationally recognized justice advocate, a California state mediator on fair housing and employment, and co-director of the Gift of Compassion Project at Commonweal. Steve Heilig, a longtime senior staff at Commonweal and director of public health and education at San Francisco Medical Society. Oren Slasberg, I mentioned, uh, Commonweal executive director. Uh, Joan Abramson, a longtime friend and colleague, founder of the Jefferson Institute uh, with a, a long biography, uh, including having uh, chaired the Barbara Bush Foundation for Family Literacy, served as a White House Fellow and Special Assistant and Associate Counsel for Vice President Walter Mondale and George H.W. Bush, and then as the latter's Assistant Chief of Staff and worked for the United Nations Human Rights Commission and UNESCO's Division of Human Rights and Peace, and uh, serves as the President of the Jonas Salk Foundation. And it's always wonderful to have Joan here with us. Uh, she has brought Brian Tucker, uh, who is the founder of the Geohazards International. Prior to that, he was acting state geologist and principal state geologist uh, for the state of California and is a member of the California Academy of Sciences. I also want to mention the presence here of Andrew, Andrew McGuire, uh, who is a longtime friend and colleague who has worked on uh, uh, emergency uh, on burn issues, um, public health on a single payer, and is part of our community of people working on these civilizational issues. My friend and colleague Ted Shetler, who is um, the uh, science director of the Science and Environmental Health Network, a close and longtime member of our work, who has really a pioneer of uh, an ecological paradigm of health. My wife and colleague, Cheryl Patton, who directs the Commonweal Biomonitoring Resource Center and is very closely involved with this. My colleague, John Esterly from the Whitman Institute, who is, again, a longtime collaborator on these issues and uh, 
uh, runs one of the most creative foundations in the country, um, Melinda Stone, who um, has done many things, uh, but uh, really um, has given a lot of thought to um, millennial engagement with the issues that we're talking about and is an extraordinary uh, professor of film work and um, uh, engineered the transfer of a large piece of land to public use uh, in Bolinas. Uh, James Stark, the uh, past co-director of the Commonwealth Garden and the current and continuing uh, co-director of the Regenerative Design Institute, now part of our community up on Whidbey uh, Island. Uh, Jean Evans, uh, who is a, uh, a Zen uh, teacher and a uh, philanthropist uh, with a long history of engagement with our work. Diana Kahn philanthropist with a long-time engagement with our work. And uh, last but certainly not least, and there are many others I could mention, Richard Heinberg of the Post Carbon Institute. And if I'd known Richard was coming, I would have uh, reserved a speaking slot for him. But we officially have, with his permission, add the Post Carbon Institute as one of the co-sponsors of today. Richard is really, uh, along uh, with uh, Nate Hagens, uh, one of the true uh, public intellectuals that is doing uh, some of the most important work in the country and the world. And the Post Carbon Institute and its analog, the resi resilience.org, uh, really among the cluster of small NGOs working on these issues uh, is really extraordinarily important. So uh, that's just kind of a brief overview of some of the folks who are going to be here. Really, uh, just the ecosystem here is uh, these organizations, uh, uh, Post Carbon Institute slash Resilience.org, the Millennial Alliance for Humanity and the Biosphere, the FAN Initiative, uh, and... Um, uh, and the new Resilience Project at Commonwealth. That's the Northern California sort of cluster of organizations that's working on this and driving an effort to bring this into uh, philanthropy in a major way because my little elevator speech about this work is that there are thousands of foundations working with hundreds of thousands of NGOs on every important silo issue under the sun but there are almost no foundations and just a handful of NGOs working on the whole enchilada, working on the global problematique, the global challenge, uh, you know, the human dilemma, whatever we want to call it, which is the intersection of all the major stress vectors, whether you count a dozen, which is what the FAN initiative has on its beautiful website, or we count about two dozen, but it's two dozen and counting. And the point is that an even greater threat than the two core issues that you always hear about, which is climate change and justice. You know, when people talk about what are the major issues that are facing us today, climate change and justice are the two issues that people talk about. But in fact, actually, the greatest threat to humanity and the biosphere goes far beyond climate change and justice. It's these dozen to two dozen interacting things and our projects tend to be what we call trigger agnostic, which means we don't know 
what will likely set off increasingly great future shocks and the possibility of, of civilizational collapse. All we know is that the interactions and the feedbacks are what is truly uh, far more imminently dangerous than climate change alone. So I'm going to just scroll briefly through this as an introduction. The Resilience Project at Commonwealth, which continues our work of 40 years on these issues, is a learning community committed to understanding and responding to the global challenge. Can you scroll up? Uh, the global challenge uh, is the sum of all the stressors changing the world, including effects on people and the planet. It's an unprecedented global systems problem that we need to understand and respond. Let's scroll. The biosphere stressors include climate change, sea level rise, changing weather, biodiversity loss at 10,000 times normal, toxification of all life, insect Armageddon, ocean acidification, dead zones, plastics, fish and plankton depletion, declining and polluted freshwater, depleted topsoils, vanishing forests, and much more. Scroll up, please. Social stressors include poverty, racism, and injustice, unsustainable economic growth and global debt, vulnerable financial systems, supply chains, and power grids, population overshoot, refugee migration, and resource competition, uncontrolled technologies, including artificial intelligence, biotech, nanotech, robotics, and cyber threats, dysfunctional geopolitics, failing states and outdated institutions, war, terrorism, and nuclear threats, and excess military expenditures that are needed to address the global challenge. And scroll up, please. So, most people respond with this. Let's not think about it. They have very good reasons. It's not unreasonable. First, it's overwhelming. Second, people don't see how they can make a difference. Third, they want to focus on things they can change. And fourth, and honestly, they have more important things to think about in their lives, much more important. We understand. We're not here to argue. We're here for those who choose to think about it. Okay, scroll up. So this is the greatest threat that we face, and not only individuals, but most institutions, governments, corporations, international institutions, and the civil society avoid thinking. Don't see how they can respond, focus on critical sectoral issues, largely ignore future shocks, and don't prepare. Scroll. So being prepared, if we prepare, future shocks may be more survivable. Those who choose to prepare may focus on building resilience for themselves and their families, resilient communities and networks, resilient governments, businesses, and civil society, resilience knowledge systems and consciousness. We care about all four forms of resilience work. Scroll up. So there is real hope, and this is critically important, uh, that to be pulled into a purely negative view of this is really simply inaccurate. Steven Pinker's important enlightenment now documents global improvements in health, education, and welfare, and there are countless efforts to build resilient communities around the world. Scroll up. So our goals are to identify people, projects, resources, and practices that address the global challenge, cultivate diverse perspectives across the global spectrum, encourage respectful dialogues, inspire creative responses, and our practice is to collaborate with some of the organizations I've just mentioned because we're not all about this work at Commonweal. Our goal is to raise the field. And we have done that repeatedly. 
Commonweal has done that repeatedly. Uh, you know, we were pioneers of the modern environmental health and justice movement. Through the Jennifer Altman Foundation, we created the Health and Environmental Funders Network, which now moves $200 million a year into environmental health and justice work globally. So, you know, we passed the laws uh, revising how uh, California fisheries are treated and got it passed through the legislature and implemented. We closed down 90% of the youth prisons in California. So we are about practical stuff. We are about it, but we try to raise fields. And Commonweal doesn't promote itself. We try to be useful. But, and in this field especially, we are going to try to raise the level of visibility of important work on this across the country and around the world. So collaborating and curating searchable resource collections, plural. Uh, collaborate in building networks of researchers, reporters, experts, and influences, plural. Collaborate in providing <coughs> opportunities for dialogue and action and work with partners in civil society, academia, media, business, and government. So one thing I want to say is we are not here to tell you what to think about this or what to do about it. That's critical. We are simply saying this is a reality that we are all facing. Many people are not, they don't have the bandwidth or the particular emotional uh, character to be able to look at this stuff. And that is just fine. It is not as if everybody needs to look at this. But a critical number of people and a critical number of organizations do need to do this. And if we prepare, we can do better, and the direction toward preparation uh, brings us toward the kind of communities and civilization that we want to see emerge from this enormously chaotic and difficult period of time. So that's kind of the elevator speech in brief. You've been listening to a TNS presentation given by Michael Lerner at the 2019 Resilience Gathering held at Commonweal. Thank you for listening to TNS, the new school at Commonweal. The new school at Commonweal is directed by Michael Lerner. Our program coordinator is Kara Epstein. Our audio producer is Ken Adams. And our theme music is by Suzanne Ciani. Visit us online at tns.commonweal.org. That's tns.commonweal.org. Commonweal is spelled C-O-M-M-O-N-W-E-A-L. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, and Vimeo. Thanks for listening.